The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Welcome to the Kimmer Show podcast on Extra 1063. Uh, oh, hey, we're back. How's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer <laughs> with Pete and Flounder. Did you know that Pete wrote three books about college football? <laughs> yeah, with drawings and pictures, and one has dogs in it. <laughs> anyway, find them all on thekimmershow.net. <laughs> it's only me. It's, I got something in my eye. It's only the Oh, I talked it's about your myself. Finger. Damn it. I can't believe it. Pete says, don't talk about you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Who are you again? Uh, um, uh, Pete Davis, Holy Crap at Sports. I'm later. guessing later on today. Because it's, you know, I wasn't expecting to get up. Again, now, it was dawn. Thursday Night Football. Uh, today's Friday as we speak. And by the way, this is the last day of September. October tomorrow. And Holidays start tomorrow. I, uh, anyway, um, so uh, Holy Crap is Sports <laughs> with Pete Davis. Um, and Thursday Night Football, I didn't see it and because I can't get it because I don't have a phone that uh, covers Amazon uh, football games. Uh, but uh, tell the story of Tua, the uh, famous quarterback. Your TV has Amazon. You should wa- uh, not my TV. watch it on your phone. I don't have Amazon on my TV. Anyway, uh, two, the famous Tua Tua Lapapapapoca from uh, Miami <coughs> Dolphins. Tagovailoa. Yeah, yes, what I said. Uh, uh, now, recently uh, had, and I'll tell the story about what happened, la- was it last week Sunday, in the game? Sunday, four and, days uh, ago. Four days ago, and then a, a Thursday night game. So, Sunday, what happened? It was a very important game in Miami. It was uh, against Buffalo, the, the rival. It was for the Buffalo, division league. probably the best team in the league. They're probably. saying it's going to win the Super Bowl. And, and by the way, for the for background, Tua is the famous left-handed Hawaiian. George Georgia Samoan, fans know who he uh, is. George fans know who he <laughs> He's is. He's the one who came off the From bench and threw the Alabama, winning. Yeah, right. Anyway. But he was a very famous college quarterback, and, and he's beginning to rise to the occasion in Miami, apparently. They're doing, they're doing great this year. Okay, that's Sunday. Uh, there was a, an he, 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 he was got, thrown down on the turf, and he well, basically, he just all he was was pushed. The guy yeah. pushed him, and he lost his balance, falling back. And it's it, the worst thing when your head hits the back, right? Smack but even, down. Even looking at it, it, it didn't it look that just, bad. It was just a little teeny little thing. It, all, it was like Dale Earnhardt that just looked like yeah. nothing happened to him. Yeah. But all of a sudden, they you know. Well, no, that's not. That was last night. This is Sunday. No, no, so, last Sunday. Sunday. This last is Sunday. Sunday. So yeah. he so he gets up, and the first thing he does. Is shake his head yeah. when you're when you got cobwebs. You go. Uh, he yeah. shook his head, took a couple steps, and then gets real wobbly and crumbles yeah, down to his down. knees. Yeah. And then his uh, his friends help him, yeah, try him. and help him get up, and he try. He almost falls down again. Yeah. He's obviously it's a concussion. Yeah, no question. He's got a head injury. And I'm telling you right now, he's like a drunken sailor. I mean, he couldn't yeah. he couldn't yeah. stand up. That little greasy little shit coach, Mike McDaniel. This is my opinion. I have nothing to back this up. Is a liar, in my opinion. See from the Patriots. They all lied on it. No, no, Where'd he's from go? the. He was from uh, the, freaking. I'm sorry, I didn't. He was the 49ers or Rams somewhere out west. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know where the Whatever. fuck he's from. Sorry. But anyway, so we can tell it's a concussion. Everybody knows it's a concussion. Every ex-player knows it's a concussion. Yeah. Every coach knows it's a concussion. And they they said it's a back injury. They take him into the tent, the little thing. And, and they uh, took him off, and then yeah. they brought him back a few plays, and he finished the game. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was watching something else. Yeah, I didn't know And someone that said, lady, finish, finish the game. Yeah, Why was, isn't he at the hospital? Yeah. 
So that pissed me off. And then I hear that little shrimp afterwards going, well, it was just a back injury. We had him checked yep. out. And everything. Back injury. So either the coach is lying, the doctor, the team doctor is lying, the independent doctor is lying, and the NFL is lying. Somebody's lying about this. And it's about <laughs> Ryan Fennerin tweeted last night, and Will Kane did. Heads have got a roll over this. Have, have, the, have the doctor said that, that he was fine? And yeah, it was, not, ba- it was a back injury. The doctor said it. What are they looking at that the rest of the world didn't look? So anyway, yeah, so here right. we go. That last, was last Sunday. That was last Sunday. So they're playing four days later, which they shouldn't anyway, but they That's are because right. of Thursday money. Night football. Yeah. And uh, he basically gets hit. Wasn't that well? He was whipped around. First of all, if you got a concussion, your head is whipped around. That's yeah. going to hurt. And then it slammed on the turf on the side. Yeah. Once again, it didn't look horrible, but it it was. Yeah. He laid, he didn't move. He laid there yeah, he said he was and frozen. his arms, he was on his back and then his arms are up here by his head. Yeah. Like he was reaching for his head, like, oh crap. Uh, but his hands are gnarled. I mean, gnarled like a 90 year old like arthritis a, victim. Yeah, like a, someone who's just double jointed. The, yeah, yeah. The, 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 basically the fingers were in a position that I don't know I could hold. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Yeah, they said he said like he was frozen. Like that was, was a newer neurological disorder yeah. causes something like that when your head has been hit so yeah. hard, like that nerve damage. And, yeah. and that's just and, and they were saying it was a back injury four days before we knew it wasn't. And now he's laying there. If you have two back concussions in four days of each other, you can <coughs> you can die from that. Die from that. Yeah, your brain swells. I think what we noticed last night, and if it had been on the networks, it would have been even bigger. But it's going to be. <laughs> That's a seminal moment in the history of the NFL. How they handle this will affect youth leagues, high school football, college football, and up to the pros. This could be a ma- – because if they try and sweep this under the rug again like they did four days ago, if they yeah. try and lie about it again, the players aren't going to put up. The NFL PA is already looking into this for once. They're actually doing their job. Yeah. This could change not just how pros play. This could change – Everybody, because everybody talking this morning on ESPN, all the ex-players going, I don't want my kid playing football yeah. watching that. Well, the, you know, the CTE, is that what they've been? Yeah, they, which they lied about for decades. Well, the, the only saving grace has got to be that there's got to be physical evidence in a readout from machines with brain waves or something to show that the man did not have a concussion. Otherwise, if it's all a judgment thing, everybody knows you're freaking lying. Question. In other words, if, if there's no, if there's physical, they must put them on a machine or something. Now, when they take them in that tent, I think they just, you know, can you see my fingers and, well, yeah, we better go lie down that or whatever, or don't lie down or whatever the thing is. But, I mean, at some point when he's at the hospital or the, they're, I mean, they've got to do, but this testing has got to involve some kind of a brainwave thing, is doesn't it? I don't know. I mean, it's the NFL. Physical evidence. They, they do anything to get them back on the field. And the player, to their fault, they're doing it too. I want to be back on the field. Well, if, if it's just a judgment thing, I, I thought it was there was specific, you know, uh, they had to, a protocol that would, that would prove definitively you've had a concussion. Like the, the distance between the jelly in your brain and your skull. Or, you know what I mean? There's got to be some measurement. Well, swelling. Thing. If it's just all judgment, then, you know, then, <laughs> you know, then they're faking it and somebody's going to ought to be getting it. Here's another problem, problem I have. He's at a hospital last night in Cincinnati. Yeah. And they uh, all, he went off on a stretcher and took him to yeah. the hospital. And they're, they're all happy going, yeah, he's been cleared, he's discharged, and he's going to fly home with the team tonight. What the f*** is the hurry? <laughs> Why can't he stay in a hospital overnight and because be absorbed? Because they want to make it look like it's nothing. Yeah, like it's nothing. Yeah. They, okay, if you're concussed, if you have a headache, 
What's the last yeah. thing you want to do? Yeah, tra- yeah, doing any traveling. Climb into a pressurized yeah. cabin yeah. Cabins, for yeah. hours. Yeah. Because there was about a two-hour flight at yeah. least to Miami. Yeah. And without being able to move, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, right. That's the last <laughs> thing you want to do. Yeah, I know. What was the hurry of getting him back to Miami? And enough, there's a damn hurricane going. Yeah, they fly around it. What's the damn hurry I, getting I, him I home? I don't know. I don't. I, there's something. It just. It's something smells. I mean, something. If I'm I, the I family. I've got, he ain't going anywhere. He's staying in this hospital overnight. We'll come back tomorrow. I don't, I don't get it. Would you put your son on a plane? Knowing that that team had lied about it? No. In my opinion, had lied about it. Somebody's lying about it. Something stinks. And all the all the players up there, I write, and the ESPN took a shot at Amazon well, the, during their halftime show. They didn't even mention what happened Sunday, which is a horse crap. I watched it, and they mentioned it several yeah, times. Yeah. So I don't know why ESPN's taking a shot at Amazon. Well, you know why. Well, because you know, they wanted ESPN. the game. Yeah. So, uh, you know, these people are all such. I do, yeah, God, I hate people. You know, don't, I mean, it, you know, <laughs> I really do. I, hate Not our I really hate people. Not our listeners. <laughs> we love you. Oh mercy! All right, hold everything. We got we got we got so much to talk about. This is so unusual. I feel like I'm totally out of place from doing this. We we started this like ten thirty or ten forty five in the morning oh, instead wait. of our normal dear uh, out <laughs> afternoon thing. Um, I got a, uh, we have, have offers for more magazines and all. Wait to hear what uh, what the New Yorker. I gave you another issue. I told you we're getting double issues, <laughs> and now I'm going to explain oh, to you what Aaron Judge what on the, the cover. Yeah, finally, there's somebody recognizing Aaron Judge. And and by the way, they're having a whole big debate now about that and Roger Maris Jr. by the way says Aaron Judge uh, should hold the record. Right. The record is 61. Right. I agree totally. Yeah. They won't do it because they're no. But, uh, that's, but he, that's, Roger Maris Jr. said no, no, no. Every true baseball guys. fan knows this guy's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. McGuire, Sosa and yeah. especially Bonds right. Right. are fakers. Yeah. Yeah. And they which, hit which they hit shame. they hit the homers. Yeah. But they recovered still, faster. And again, they you took, gotta you gotta give them credit. That takes juiced. incredible athletic skill to hit seventy home runs mm-hmm. and it's I mean that's unbelievable. But uh if your body's been juiced uh, to recover know, quicker, to, to, to yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really not fair. But you know, you have to admire the skill still. But that's there's still nonsense. people arguing about that. That, that you know, yeah, it's totally legitimate. Not to me, whatever. No. Yeah. Um, okay, hold everything. Hold everything. Um, and also, um, uh, okay. And now, uh, by the way, Pete Davis, we just got an. Oh, <laughs> I brought in the New Yorker. Remember, I said all of a sudden they're sending us two copies. They're sending me two, you know, the camera media, and, and it was because you know they send me they send you a subscription and then they send you a thing to renew. And so I did, but when they send me a thing to renew, I never send a check right then. I say bill me, okay? Yeah. So I said bill me, and I put it back in. Well, for some reason they started another subscription immediately that I never paid for, but I did give one. Uh, I did pay one subscription. The first one was like twelve dollars a year or fifty bucks for a year. It was ridiculous because uh, the cover price is like nine dollars a week. Anyway, uh, so so for, it was a big deal because it's a, it's a business thing. Uh, and then I told him, yeah, send me another one. Uh, but all of a sudden, I got a bill the other day from New Yorker for like four hundred dollars for for subscriptions at full price for like. T- <laughs> so of course I'm not paying it because I you know, I did and 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 this one the cover of it or one of the ones I got said your subscription's about to retire <laughs> and I'm thinking good leave me alone because I did I did reply anyway I don't know what's oh, going on God. with the New Yorker. Put <laughs> me in a lawsuit with the New Yorker. <laughs> Great. This is the Kimmer Show podcast on Extra 1063. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 1063. Welcome back. It's only me. It's only the camera with Pete and Flounder. You know, you can watch our podcast on YouTube. No swooning, ladies. Come on now. Find it on thekimmershow.net. Yeah, here's, here's a headline in the New York Times. More trans teens are choosing top surgery. Oh. That's what they're calling it, top surgery, which means they cut the breast off. Oh, and they have one of these. Top uh, surgery. That's top. what they. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And they have a doctor here, a good look. That's always these good-looking young blonde doctors. Yeah. And she has a sign on the wall, of course, has Black Lives Matter and all the woke uh, little s- symbols and slogans there. And we'll also cut your uh, off and we'll also cut geez. your off. I mean, For money, of on. course. For money. There are some things that are just so wrong. Have you heard about that girl, Chloe Cole? Yeah, I, it, I'm following her on is Twitter that, now. Is that, yeah, so MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, oh, yeah. had a press conference. And she transitioned when she was a child, and she talks about the regrets and how she regrets doing it and how she never should have done it. And how, how could it ever be allowed? You just you have the right to say, no, you're not 18. If you're 18 and you're still an idiot, you can do what you want, but you'll be legal unless we find you're mentally insane and we'll go to a court to try to get you declared. Yeah. But generally speaking, all you have to say is, no, you're not 18. You can't do it until you're 18. Period. And it take, and parents, you can say, golly, you know, I'd love to have you chop off your breasts, honey, but you know, you got to wait till you're 18. Can you just wait till you're 18? I don't know, maybe, you know, take up a hobby or do something different or learn how to How about being a, a lesbian? Yeah, it, they are literally, Jesus. they are literally ending gay people by doing this. And again, it's 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 not real. I mean, it's not, it, it, you have to, you have to make it happen. It's a so, mental illness. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be. It should never be. You could just say, "I'm sorry." Eighteen is the rule, and then you know, then you're then you're still going to have a problem when they're eighteen. But then you know, at least they have the right to do it. 
Then unless you'll know you can, what you are. Yeah. You'll know whether you want to be this or that or what sexuality you want. As long that's still the that's still the law, you know, until you're not an adult to be able to do adult things until you're 18. <laughs> Elect me, and that's the law. And be if the you law. can go to war and kill or be killed, uh, then you ought to be able to have your boobs cut off if you want too. to. And drink a beer, but they won't. You see, that's why I used to go across the state you line. You can't drink a beer, but yeah. you can you cut can, your blanks off. Yeah, or uh, get killed, yeah, in combat, yeah. But you can't have a beer to celebrate. Or rent a car. <laughs> you can't rent a car for seven years after you've killed somebody well, in, in the be. Marines. Be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you can, you're allowed to kill somebody to be killed when you're seven, when you're 18, oh, okay. but you can't rent a car until you're 25. I thought you meant if you killed someone in your car. They don't let you <laughs> no, drive you for get, seven years. No, that's only if you're a Democrat and you're running over. And by the way, there's, uh, I can't even still believe that story. Uh, where is the, where's the George Floyd media reaction to a teenage boy getting run over and murdered by a Democrat political uh, uh, activist to kill somebody because of his political uh, beliefs? The, the latest is that there really wasn't all that politics going on uh, that he was just mad at. It. Right. Well, but but that e- that makes it even worse that he you he actually said those words though which means he made it up which means it was in his head where did he get in his head that he could use the excuse that he would have the ability and the legal excuse to kill a teenager because the teenager was a threat because joe biden said the so. president told Ta-da. me Ta-da. it's even worse that it wasn't true because it means he had in his head he already had the excuse that it was legitimate it's a reason to kill somebody is because what these Democrats have been saying, including uh, Keisha Bang Bong Bottom. So that's who's, what's that? So that's first degree murder. It's for it's premeditated murder. Uh, no matter what, and, and as far as I'm concerned, President Pedophile uh, should be charged as an accessory to murder. He should be impeached immediately. And, and so and same with Carmela and the whole bunch of them. But anyway, uh, again, uh, Keisha Bong Bottoms, the failed Democrat leader of Atlanta, that let the city burn, let the riot happened. Well, the Rayshard Brooks case. She said, "Oh no, let them let them take care of Wendy's." Remember, she said, yeah. "You know, let the let the people stay there in protest because that'll be a lot safer if we just let them have their way." Of course, then they murdered a little girl while they were doing that and burned down the Wendy's. But you know, that's that's really no it's problem. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, it's Atlanta, uh, which now has a higher crime rate than Chicago. Have you heard that again? Atlanta has a higher I'm, crime I'm rate twice, than okay. Chicago. I, I, I love saying it because you should know this. Don't come here. No. Uh, anyway, so Bong Bottoms, the failed mayor, who was so bad, like Pete mentioned, she quit before her term was up, saying, I'm not running again, by the way. I can't take this. She's a this. quitter. Yeah. Uh, she destroyed the city, and now she's trying to destroy America. She got she got failed up as to become a White House advisor because she clicked off that she was black and female. Uh, she is now continuing the uh, Biden pattern of attacking Republicans, claiming that we are a threat to the country. Uh, she said Democrats and Republicans and independents should all be concerned about this threat uh, by MAGA Republicans that give no consideration to the rule of law, no respect for a woman's right to choose, want to defund the FBI. We want to get rid of the FBI and start over. Uh, there's a, she said there's a MAGA Republican agenda that thought it was okay to attack our nation's capital January 6th. Honey, if that was an attack, you have no idea. Um, she, we think it's important for all of us who care about the United States to call out what we see. What we see is this agenda to disrupt our democracy. It'll be important enough to call out any effort there is to destroy the United States of America. Uh, President Biden's been clear about wanting to work in an effort to uh, blame Trump supporters 
reported for claiming we have no agenda, that no respect for the Constitution for free and fair elections. Uh, it's important that not just me, for all of us to call it out for what it is. It is a danger to our democracy, and the Republicans are a danger to our way of life. Danger. All right, if I'm the enemy, you know where. Come and get me. I swear to God, I get so freaking mad about this. They're trying, they're calling me the enemy. I mean, I... I, I you start I, acting like one, too. I'll tell you, I'm re- I, 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 I mean, I can't believe it. And they're doubling down. You think your little FBI is going to stand in your way? Uh, the that, FBI. Oh, they my really God. think their little FBI is going to fix things for uh, them? Well, uh, let's talk about this. I, I was going to save this to the end. Uh, this, uh, just a, another quick mention. I wasn't even going to uh, say it, but it just it happened again. Dozens of FBI agents stormed the house of a very well-known Catholic activist who, uh, whose uh, his, his name is Ryan Houck, um, and he's a, a Democrat. Or he's a, a Catholic activist, and he goes to abortion clinics and tries to talk people out of it. Well, at one time he went to an abortion clinic he's in Pennsylvania. Went to an abortion clinic. Uh, one of the abortion guys got, at uh, the Planned Parenthood got up in his face and was rushing him and rushing him and got right up in his face. So the guy pushed him back, pushed him away. The, the, uh, the guy who charged the Catholic fell. Okay, so the police came. He was arrested. The DA says, no, we're not going to charge him. So the charges were dropped. Nothing ever happened. There was nothing about it. The, nobody else did anything. The guy didn't sue. Da, da, da. All of a sudden, the FBI storms this guy's house with as many as 30 heavily armed FBI agents for this pro-life author and well-respected Catholic leader with weapons drawn. His wife says they had big, huge rifles pointed at Mark and pointed at me and pointed throughout the house. The kids were all just screaming. It was a complete nightmare. Uh, It was very scary, very traumatic. They have an open staircase, so the kids were on the top of the staircase crying and screaming as the FBI agents with guns pointed at them uh, were screaming and yelling, surrender, surrender, you're under arrest. The whole business what they did uh, because uh, some guy confronted his kid outside an abortion clinic. Um... Uh, the, I don't know the, what they worried about. They didn't have their fingers on the uh, trigger. Right. Mark, uh, yeah. Well, Mark, uh, how pleaded with the FBI agents before he even opened the door. He said, please, I'm opening the door, but my kids are in the house. I have seven babies in the house. The agents screamed and yelled, pointed their guns at the children, up, instructed them to go upstairs. The kids were screaming. It was very traumatic. And the wife says, wait a minute, have you got a warrant? And the guy says, well, I got one in the car. He says, well, then you're kidnapping my husband. So the FBI agent had to go to the car and actually get the warrant. He said, he said we're going to take him whether they have a warrant or not. They accused him of kidnapping her husband. They presented her with the first page of the warrant, which showed he was charged with the FACE Act, which is getting in, uh, standing in front of someone. If you block someone at an agency, you're interrupting their right to do their business, wow. and it's a federal freaking crime. <laughs> So the FBI, now the FBI claimed this was at seven o'clock in the morning. So it's, you know, dusk or I mean, I mean, dawn, you know, it's dark and nothing and house is just waking up. Okay. Seven o'clock in the morning, the FBI claims, oh no, they've got it all wrong. There was, there were not 25 or 30 agents. There were 20. There were only like 20. And, and as soon as he was arrested, they stopped pointing their guns. So they, uh, ooh, so let me get this straight. So 20, I'm sorry. I'm so, I mean, I, I, I hate these freaking Nazis. I hate them all. 
I hate them all. I hate them. I can't believe the FBI agents would go. To, would do it. Again, the charges against him were dropped. He was not charged. But this crime became a federal case under the FBI. Why did the FBI? And, and Merrick Garland decided to make this a federal case out of it. Gee, I wonder why. Especially, and the FBI defends it by saying, well, you know, they didn't even, they, as soon as he was in chains, and by the way, they chained him in the waist so he couldn't even move his hands. Uh, because he was so dangerous in front of his Remember children. Remember when this happened two, three years ago in yeah. Canada? And we go, well, that couldn't yeah, happen that, here. Yeah, that, yep, that's right. Now Read, you don't have a right to defend. You have a gun in Canada. Read your book of Revelation. Yeah. This has uh, all, all, all yeah. been written before. And one more, one more point about this, about those FBI agents. Let's all remember, the FBI, as far as I understand it, has not made one single arrest in all those fire bombings and the bombs and damage that they caused at the pro-life headquarters and clinics not one arrest nobody's been you know sacked out of their house in chains uh for firebombing of that guy's property i mean it's this is just if you don't think this is a one-sided attack by the fbi how is it possible that you fbi agents are storming out of the building saying i can't do this paid they're getting paid good money we're paying them good money to do this (sighs) I, it's wrong in every way. It's wrong in every They're way. Just it's like a the disgrace. They, when they caught the Germans, they said, why did you do it? We were just following orders. Yeah. That doesn't, not since Nuremberg right. does that work, FBI. Right. That, and there will be a reckoning, and it will yeah. be your asses on the line. Yeah. I mean, it, it, is so, it, was so, it is so clearly one-sided. Again, the charges were dropped. He was not charged with a crime for he's defending Catholic. his 12-year-old his crime, son. His crime is that he's pro-life and he's Catholic. Yeah, and his son, 12-year-old son, he was protecting his 12-year-old son from this guy charging him and, this and is, pushed him. The other thing, Protestants, uh, and Jewish people, Hindu, Sikh, what, what, Muslim, whatever, if you believe in your God and family and country, these people are the Antichrist yeah. types. Well, and we got to join together. It, it, we shouldn't be fighting amongst our, each other. They are the enemy, not us. Over the weekend, Hillary Rodham P. Sticky Fart Cabbage was on TV saying, well, now, you know, uh, we saw the Trump rally the other night, and all those Republicans, you know, she said, it reminds me of the Hitler rallies. It reminds me of Hitler when all those, all those people in the crowd were, were raising. Oh, yeah, we have a little soundbite of Hillary Rodham. Peace it's a Sticky prayer Fart thing. It's not a yeah. right. No, 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 I'm sorry, Pete. We're all Nazis, and we're, it's a Nazi salute listening to Trump. Here, here she is. I remember as a, as a young student... You know, trying to figure out how did people get basically um, drawn in by Hitler? How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? In Ohio the other night, Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour. And you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. I thought, what is going on? So there is a uh, real pressure, and I think, I think it is fair to say we're in a struggle between democracy and autocracy. You know, I hate her. I, I just you still lost to him. It's, there's a different. There's you raise your hand in a prayer or something like that. There, New York Times is literally calling people who do this Nazis yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, don't you remember, you know, are you with me? Amen. Are you with me? Yeah, you raise your hand to the Lord. Yeah. I hate her. I, I, I really, I, I hate, hate her. I hate them all. 
I, I hate the fact that nobody's calling him out. How, how could nobody be? Bill Maher. Bill Maher's one of the few, you know, you know, sensible liberals who's saying, you know, people are going a little too far here. But I, but I, I mean, I've never, I, I can't believe got, it. They, what they don't understand is that Hitler, uh, history does this. Yeah. And when it swings back, it swings back twice as far as it went the other way well, every single time. Well, we're ready. I'm ready. Uh, look what's happening in Sweden. Look what's happening in Italy. Look what's happening with the farmers' protest. They just had on. to vote on whether to allow farmers to use tractors or something over. Do you understand this correctly? It, they're what killing the, the food supply. ESG business or they're, something. They're killing the food supply. Jeez, people. What's up, what are they thinking? They th- they don't think we're not going to take <clears> these 400 million guns and go get the food. They think they can they can buy all the farmland in Middle America and then put a fence around it well, and have their FBI agents stand there and that's going to stop us. It's in Gates buying up all the yeah uh, that and the Chinese. And the Chinese you think are that's buying gonna up stop all, the, us? all the farmland. You, you ever heard of nationalization? How about peopleization? We just go and take it. The little uh, FBI. I'll tell you, the, uh, the Braves went to the White House the other day, and of course, uh, President Pedophile pretended he actually knew anything about the Braves, uh, and then all of a sudden at the uh, podium, the little. Uh, She's black, she's gay, she's a girl. Jean Frazine Tretwin. That girl. The dumbest of the guy. If you take all the black gay females in America and put them all in one room, she'd be the dumbest one, and they picked her to represent America at the podium representing America. Tell you America. right now, almost every black female gay person I've known, and there's a few, are very intelligent. They're not stupid. This, this woman is stupid. She can't ad lib. She can't remember one thought process form to the next. I mean, if she doesn't have her book in front of her and she keeps, you know, what kills me, she, she uses the same phrases over and over and over as she stalls. It's like it's like a kid, write, you know, a seventh grader writing his first term paper uh, and it's got to be 200 words, but he ran out at 184. So he's saying, and like I said before, the important thing about this entire project is to make sure that those who are in part of the thing, you know what I mean? She goes, to Kamala, oh Kamala speak. The community knows that the community needs a community. To... I mean, it's just, oh my God. I mean, and, 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 and Vice President Carmela. I mean, she's just stupid. She's a lawyer and a former attorney general of California. So, I mean, she can't be totally brain dead, but she's just dumb. But, but what gets me is they invite the Braves up there. They took their sweet time doing it. They invite the yeah. Braves up there <coughs> to supposedly laud them and commemorate them. Yeah. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, the Biden regime is shitting all over Atlanta again, just like they yeah. did last year when they helped steal the All-Star game. Yeah. And literally, on the day that they're supposed to be commemorating the Braves, they're shitting on them on the press conference by saying, well, do you really need to talk about changing the team name and change, yeah. stopping this tomahawk chop? You try and stop the tomahawk yeah. chop. Well, bitch. Governor Kemp uh, says he strongly supports the Atlanta Braves keeping their name, quote, the Braves are the Braves. They need to keep chopping. He emphasized, asked about Major League World Series champions, whether they should change the name or the argument over the use of Native American names and so on and so forth. Uh, the Braves' name and accompanying Tomahawk logo are under criticism. Uh, back in the spotlight when uh, Jereen Kaline Dedeen, the she's black, she's gay, she's a girl, uh, got to the podium. So, well, we believe it's important to have this conversation. Native American and indigenous voices, they should be at the center of the conversation. You know, and, and that was just word salad once again. But again, they're bringing it up 
at the podium for the White House when the Braves are supposed yeah. to be honored for their achievements yeah. when they got screwed out of the All-Star game. And that, to me, again, you know, no one directed that to her. I guess that no one even mentioned that either. But again, the, I mean, this is just so freaking insulting. It's insulting. They would never do that to New York City God. or Philadelphia or Chicago or L.A. They'd never do that. But Atlanta, fair game. Uh, Kemp took aim in saying uh, for them to be celebrated at the White House and then the president's administration talk about changing the name is ridiculous. The Braves have a great rapport with the Native American community in the state. They're actually, they've been in the governor's office. We've met with them before. We don't need the cancel culture that this White House has had. And again, I, I guess we could talk about this forever. They used to have a teepee out in the freaking field. I mean, you know, <laughs> Chief Nakahoma. They come dance I mean, around the and again, pitcher's again, mouth. That was a little, you know, it was a little, you know, That's a, a kind of characteristic. But he was of a, a real Indian. But still, well, he was I'm a, sorry, indigenous person. Because he Indian's was an a Indian. Name. He was a real Indian. I mean, Indian it, that's a stupid name. Yeah. You shouldn't have called him Indians from the beginning. But <laughs> Well, they call them natives. I mean, I, I, I mean. They're indigenous. Yeah. We well, you know what you call Indians. them? They're, they're Cherokee or Choctaw. I'll take a second and find out what they actually are. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, is it offensive to call a Jewish person a Jew? No. But it, it depends wait, on how you say, say it. it. <laughs> I, I, I just say, oh, look, there, there, yeah. there's a Jew. Uh, or if right. you say, there's a Jew, <laughs> there's, there's a difference. Oh, you can say, um, as a Jew, we know how religious you are. As, as a Jew. Uh, actually, <laughs> I, was re, I was rewriting my book, Be Totally Biased Guide to Southern College Football, because i got to add Oklahoma to it now. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, there goes the book. Yeah. <laughs> and, I was, and I was rewriting the Georgia Tech chapter. And, you know, the greatest song ever uh, in college is the Rambling Wreck from Georgia Wreck Tech. Georgia right? Tech, yeah. That was based it's on. A, pre, it's pretty cool. That yeah. was based on a Scottish vomiting ballad. <laughs> it, was a, it was a tavern thing. I knew it was a bar because I'm a I I'm a roving gambler or something like that. And in it, he talks about buying a secondhand uh, shirt from a Jew shop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now see that, you know. <laughs> that's different. That's so. That's you know. We know, but, but we all know this. We all and we abide by it. And I could I couldn't believe this story. And I, my, I think it was my little friend Gretchen sent me this, and it was from the uh, Raging Patriot, whatever that is. I swear to God, Raging Patriot, Raging real news Patriot. for real patriots. Uh, quote headline: Fox News star Tucker Carlson makes surprise appearance to deliver tribute. To the founder of Hell's Angels, Sonny Barger's Sonny Barger? funeral. First of all, how Sonny Barger was still alive in this day, yeah. and it was amazing. I've seen so many Hell's Angels documentaries on the History Channel or A&E. Oh Hunter S. God. Thompson infiltrated the Hell's <coughs> Angels in the 1960s, got his ass kicked almost near to death because of it, wrote a book, they and talks what? about Sonny Barger. Yeah. That's how old this bitch was. Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, Hell's Angels, you know, I mean, I won't, they do. I mean, they can be pretty rough people. I mean, uh, the women would sometimes be mutilated as their uh, entry to be uh, biker chicks and stuff. I mean, pastor. Uh, anyway, whatever. Okay. Um, now, uh, here's basically here's the story. I had no idea. Fox News host Tucker Carlson made a surprise visit to deliver a tribute to Ralph Sonny Barger, the longtime president of the Hell's Angels Motorcycle Club, at his funeral in Stockton, California. Quote. I grew up here. I'm 53 years old, so I remember a different state. I almost never come back because it makes me sad, and standing here with all of you reminds me of the state I grew up in. This is Tucker Carlson speaking. I have, quote, I haven't smelled cigarette smoke in the state of California in 30 years, and I'm just so grateful to smell it. 
and I'm not joking at all. So thank you to those of you who are smoking and persisting. Thank you to those of you who are going to the Stockton Gun Show in two days. God bless. Tucker didn't know that Tucker Carlson. He didn't know Barger personally, but a friend sent him a letter that Barger wrote to his family, and it stuck to him. Quote, We'd always been fans of Sonny Barger, but I didn't know what his personal views were apart from representing the club. And that letter, if I can just summarize it from memory, was always stand tall, stay loyal, remain free, and always value honor. And I thought to myself, this is Tucker speaking, I thought to myself, if there is a phrase that sums up more perfectly what I want to be, what I aspire to be, and the kind of man I respect... I can't think of a phrase that sums it up more perfectly than that. And I thought that came from Sonny Barger, the famous outlaw biker that every mom in my neighborhood was scared of as a child. Why aren't we hearing that from the people who run the country, Tucker says. Why is it left to Sonny Barger to say, stand tall, stay loyal, remain free, and always value honor? The President of the United States should be saying that every single morning as he salutes the flag, but only Sonny Barger is saying it. And I thought to myself, I want to pay tribute to the man who spoke those words, and when I was invited to this funeral, I cleared my schedule, and I thought, I don't care how hard it is to get from Maine to Stockton. I didn't know he was in Maine. Uh, I'm going and I'm going here. I mean, I'm here now and I'm honored to be here. And thank you for having me. And I hope that you continue to represent those views. Amen. <laughs> Tucker Carlson at Sonny Barger's funeral. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. In need of a Kimmer fix? Well, that's what she said. Head on over to the Kimmer Show, Dunn, and get all things Kimmer. It's right there on your actual fingertips. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best.
And now back to the Kimmer Show podcast on Extra 106.3. Hey, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Did you know you could watch my podcast? <laughs> I didn't either, but I'm told it's on YouTube. Find the link at thekimmershow.net. So we have newsy stuff, personal stuff. Uh, anything new on you guys since last we met? I'm looking forward to those uh, pigs in a blanket I'm going to make tomorrow. Oh, did you tonight, get the, actually, tonight. Did you get the roll things? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it. Now, what kind of, do you do I just get rolls? the ordinary biscuit. Or, my mother used to use the biscuit, the crescent. That's fine. Yeah. That's too fancy for me. I want the Pillsbury doughboy in regular The crescent biscuits. rolls, right? Is that what you're no, talking about? No, biscuits. I just wrap them in biscuits. It's very simple. Okay. I, no fancy French All right, well, rolls. now let me ask you this. So, in other words, instead, uh, if we, t- you know, pigs in a blanket are, you take a crescent roll and you wrap the wrap it around the hot biscuit. dog. Okay, so instead, you do biscuit like the the regular Grand's biscuit stuff, and and then but they're only, they're round. So how do you get the hot dog in there? Do you cut it in half and put both of them in there, or what? You you, you spread it out spread like it out you're a French pizza make a Italian okay. pizza guy. You spread it out, then you put the you put it in the little groove, yeah. and then you squeeze okay. it around. So no, it. it's you're doing the same thing that a crescent roll does, but it's a different. Is it a I don't different like batter? The flavor a crescent roll. That's gets. what I was going to yeah. get into. Whether that and all I've got, in fact, I have in my refrigerator. By golly, I'm going to do this today what? on the way home. I'm buying hot dogs. Now, for the record, for some reason, I don't like beef hot dogs. Get you the Nathan's Skinless. The Skinless Franks. The yeah. Nathan's. I don't like the Skinless They have a dog. great taste. Can you get them at the store? Oh, hell, at Publix, Kroger, right, everybody I, has But them. I realize I don't really like beef hot dogs. When they, oh, oh, beef. You know, but the fact of the matter is, you know, hot dogs are hot dog, and that's it's what I turkey, like. Turkey, it all tastes the same. Yeah, but yeah. you want Nathan's French fries or the best damn frozen French fries? The yeah, but best. they never come out you know, crispy and yeah. And if you fr- get a goddamn air fryer, they will. <laughs> you I and your air fryer, you, they will come out. Air fryer, Cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. I'll spend some more money from my kitchen. Who makes air fryer? <laughs> Who doesn't? I've still got. I to, think Honda now makes. I've still them. got to replace my gravy uh, plastic gravy bowl thing I used to use. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll do, I'm going to do that tonight. But I'll do it, and I have in my refrigerator some. Uh, some Grand's biscuits, and yeah. I'll just I'll unru- I'll I'll try that. I'll those are those big, the big ones. You don't yeah. even really have to mold. Yeah. You know? Well, you could you could chop. In fact, you could do the biscuit, cut it in half, and chop up the hot dog into pieces and put no. it inside the middle well, like a sandwich. My, and I still have figured out how she did this. She had some kind of b- a sausage, and they were little bitty thing, almost like cocktail wieners, but yeah. they weren't. And she'd wrap it in dough. She'd squeeze off a part of a biscuit and wrap it up. And those were the best things ever. And I've like yet to figure out. Like deep frying or what? Bacon or what? No, the same as a pig in a blanket. But it was huh. a little bitty miniature one. I'll be damned. And as it was the best tasting. You could eat them like popcorn. Well, we used to have a place growing up called the Hot Dog Ranch. And they were the little two-inch hot dogs. And you I, get about 15 of them. And they were It wasn't Eckridge sauce. It was some oh. kind of brand that I guess maybe they don't even make anymore. I don't think I'm, I'll Brian, I wonder if they're exactly. at the, one of the Brian. specialty places in the store or something for <sighs> exotic so, Jewish like, food or something. Um, anyway, I'm going to, I'll, I'll try that tonight. I'm very excited because about it. Because it's cold. What's that? Because it's kind of chilly. It's perfect. Yeah. Food. It's kind of chilly. You're not kidding. I put, I, and I said, well, I don't want to turn on the, on the heat. I, you know, I don't yeah. I want to turn, you know, because that <laughs> smell that starts and now you have to have it checked and I probably set the place on fire and I, you know, I just don't want to deal with it. You know, I'm, not, I'm just not ready. I got more going on in that place that I need to fix. And I don't want to call my, the guy who owns it because then he's, he's likely to come over there and I don't want him in the place. So, so you know, I'm kind of just me. You have no idea the kind of stuff I make shift doing just so that I don't Why have to do call I get the feeling? 
Cleveland that, that your apartment is kind of like when the cops walked into Jeffrey Dahmer's place and went, what the? It's, well, when that cop knocked on my door oh, yeah. unexpectedly and wanted to look around to see if there was somebody in trouble in my place because of a 911 call that came to my address for some reason, yeah. and I had and I let him in, and he was looking around going, holy Jesus. <laughs> anyway. By the way, do you, do you remember how they caught Dahmer? Um, yeah, was oh. he going for a walk or something like that? It wasn't the kid that came out of the house. A kid got oh, away, ran out of the house. I'm thinking and of. Yeah, that's the cops get, let him go back to the house, but how he got caught, I don't remember. According to the show on the smell, Netflix, next door neighbor. Well, the smell? neighbors complained about the smell. He he brought a black man home from the gay bar, and tried to kill him basically. Yeah. And the guy, he escaped and ran down, and he found some cops, and he still had the he had the what do you call those handcuffs on. Oh, wow. And so the cops kind of believed him. He started the handcuffs on. Yeah. So they he brought him back. First of all, if I'm the guy, I'm not going back to Thomas' yeah. apartment, yeah. even with two cops. Yeah. But he, they brought him back. <clears throat> and the cop walked in. <clears throat> and he turned to the black guy and goes, you want to come in? He goes, hell no, I don't want to come in there. <laughs> so he goes in there. And, and Dominic goes, you know, it just got out of hand. We're homosexuals. And it's just, you know, we know how to play games. And it just got out of hand. Yeah. It's no big deal. And the cops are walking around going, what's that smell? And he goes, well, it's like pork chops went bad. So anyway, he's walking around. And by the way, in the corner of his bedroom, there's a vat that's sealed up. A vat. Up. A vat. You know there's something in there's that vat. There's something in the mm-hmm. vat, yeah. Okay. And the cop kind of looks at People it. People don't have vats in their no, bedroom. No, it's like a big barrel. <laughs> big barrel. So he's walking around, and he goes, where's the handcuff key? And Dahmer's mistake basically was saying... He should have had it with him because he knew they were coming up. He should have had it. He goes, it's in the bedroom. The cop goes in the bedroom. He goes, where is it? He goes, it's in the drawer by the bed. So he opens it up and goes, oh, here it is. And the cop pulls the thing out. And he looks back down in the drawer, and there's Polaroids. (laughs) (laughs) And he picks that. And and Gomer goes, oh, that's just gay stuff. That's just gay stuff. And he picks it up. Yeah, it it was like he's taking photos of guys, right? And then about the third one... There's a headless guy. <laughs> and then the fourth one, it's a guy in the bathtub that's basically been de-ribbed. Gutted or whatever. Yeah, oh, and then he's like, and the cop goes, oh, my God, these are real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I had to turn it off at that point. Is, did they anymore. open the refrigerator and found a head? Uh, or they probably will there. find the head at some yeah. point. Oh, yeah. my God. yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Always Where keep was your it? headless corpse photos under lock and key? Yeah, that would. I, that's that was always my mistake. Uh, it'll never happen again. I can tell you that. <laughs> and then, and the next time my doorbell rings, I start covering up before I go to get it. <laughs> like an idiot I've been going oh crap it's a cop and they're all crap (laughs) I can't let this cop in how am I going to get out of this no you can't come in it has been so long (laughs) since someone knocked on my door it will probably scare the crap out of me if someone does it when it happened last time it happened now people don't knock on doors anymore go see neighbors I don't get trick-or-treaters I don't get no I get nothing (laughs) my neighbor is the last person two years ago knocked on my door two years ago oh wow Speaking of Twitter, again, I don't. I go on Twitter once a day to see if there's anything I should know. Kind of just, you know, being a, trying to be a, you know, show some perspicacity to this ridiculous <laughs> little what? podcast of ours. Um, apparently, there's a whole thing going on with social media and Twitter about Deadpool three. Okay. Now, I haven't. I, I've seen maybe twelve minutes total of either of the two Deadpool things. Is that the Ryan Reynolds ones, yes, right? very okay. funny. And it's very a funny, funny, and I remember I saw a part where he's, he's very sarcastic, and it's, I mean, it's, it, you have to, it's, all, it's a comedy, but it's not, it's a weird he's comedy. the Merc with a mouth, yeah. is what they call it. Anyway, okay, so here's what's going on on Twitter concerning Deadpool 3. John Krasinski, 
who, by the way, uh, two guys from uh, 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 from comedies, John Krasinski from The Office and Chris Pratt from uh, Parks, Parks and, Rec. and Rec, comedians made huge inroads in serious drama movies, which yeah. is really remarkable. I mean, more power to them. But uh, anyway, Deadpool 3, John Krasinski will return as Reed Richards in Deadpool 3. Good. And now some of the reaction. I have information that can lead to the automatic arrest of John Krasinski. Uh, someone says, not listening to anyone with this uh, PFP, John Krasinski, read hate is so forced. What's PFP? Picture for, I don't know what Oh, that my means. God. I saw John Krasinski was trending, and I <laughs> myself, thinking it was a nettle full house situation. I don't know what that is. But no, he's just in a new movie. That's my king right there. Another, wait, don't tell me John Krasinski's teasing that he's in Deadpool 3, too. Don't play with my heart, Jim. You know what the thing is here, though? Ryan Reynolds is behind most of this. He's, he, he's well, putting he's, out his little thing, he, making fun of his own movie. Ryan Reynolds' quote on Twitter, hard keeping my mouth sewn shut about this one. <laughs> so I think he started Well, in, in the first time you ever see Deadpool in the Wolverine movie about 10 years ago, they literally had sewed his mouth shut to keep him from talking. Well, he says, hard keeping my mouth sewn shut about this one. Uh, and then Adina says, John Krasinski's Reed and Hugh Jackman's Logan in Deadpool 3 with Ryan Reynolds. This is literally something a dude bro on TikTok would come up with. Because <laughs> yeah, he said he was never going to do Wolverine again. And it's now he's as Logan. Right? He said that was it. But they're such great friends. It wouldn't surprise me. Now, is there it. Deadpool 3? Is, is oh, this yeah. real, right? Oh, yeah. Is, is it, it's not out yet, I'm guessing. No, they're making yet. it? They're, they're but do we pro- actually know who's doing it? Or I'm it? sure Krasinski's in it because he was in the Doctor Strange and he surprised everybody as Mr. Fantastic. He was like, oh, my God, John, huh. he's there, you know? Well, well anyway, pretty cool. Um, <gasps> the, uh, and speaking of uh, King, the top, uh, Rolling Stone magazine has, has come out with a top 10, I mean, sorry, top 100 TV shows of all time. The top 100? Top one. I'm not going to read all 100. But as an example, I'll give you an example of some of, of, on the list. For example, a number 100 is Eastbound and Down, which eh, I, I never right. actually knew. I heard of it and never saw it. It's all right. Um, Oz is 99. Uh, no. Gunsmoke is 96. Well, yeah. I didn't, I didn't care for Gunsmoke. Uh, Jeopardy, 94. Yeah. American Idol, 92. No. Good Times, 86. <laughs> they don't. I, is that really a top 100? Good yeah. Times. Come on. Um, Homeland, 89. That was good. Dick Van Dyke Show yeah. is number 90. That's way That's got to be higher list. than 90. Yeah, that's way down. Again, this is the top 100. Dallas is 81. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Jefferson's, 82. Yeah. House of Cards, 83. Never saw it. Uh, Real World eighty Real World eighty five uh, thirty something seventy eight but the Fugitive TV series Fugitive is only number eighty. Huh. That was a very big series. Uh, let's see, uh, Ren and Stimpy seventy four. <laughs> Stimpy. Downton Abbey sixty six. Wow. The Odd Couple TV show again. We're talking yeah, top TV good. shows uh, sixty seven. Ed Sullivan sixty nine. Mm-hmm. Sex in the City, number 62. No. Dave Chappelle, number 64. Yeah. Happy Days, number 65. No, Happy Days is overrated as hell. Uh, Faulty Towers comes in at number yeah. 57, best show. Um, Beavis and Butthead, 60. No. 24, the series 24 came in at 56. I, I, used, I started liking Edwin, that. Edwin, 56, uh, come on. Fargo's number 51. Yeah. yeah. Bob Newhart Show ranks yes. number 53. Which one? 
Uh, the 72 to 78 yeah. one. Yeah, that's a classic. Uh, let's see. Mary Tyler Moore, number 46. Rockford Files, 47. Yeah. The Office, 48. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Shield, 40. Yeah, The Shield was great. The Americans, number 43. Yes. I thought that was bigger than that, though. Columbo, number 44. Again, that changed TV. Who too. decided like, this? I, uh, Rolling Stone magazine. It was like, uh, I forgot, the. Uh, it was like 80,000 They're all high people. in the back room well, throwing I guess names so. there. Huh? Uh, Law and Order is only number 36. Um, the Tonight Show, Johnny Carson, number yes. 30. Again, these are the top 100 of all-time TV shows. I Love Lucy's only 32. <laughs> Uh, that changed television. I know, that's kind of weird. Uh, Deadwood 23. Deadwood, to me, Deadwood is maybe the greatest written show the first two years ever. Veep, <laughs> Veep is number 25, and that that's a funny series. That was yeah, on HBO, very funny series. Know, Arrested Development 27. Yeah. I think you'd be higher than that, too. Yeah. That Loved that show. Curb Your Enthusiasm, number 19. Mm-hmm. Cheers is number 20 ranked TV show of all time. The Office, number 21. Freaks and Geeks is number 11. Are you kidding that, me? Well, that was a cult classic that led to a lot of people in that show well, moved on to do a lot of other West stuff. Wing, right? Well, and not that... only the people who did it moved on to be superstars yeah. and directors and producers yeah. and stuff. Uh, Game of Thrones is number 12 best TV series of all or show of all time. David Letterman show number 13. Larry Sanders show 14. <laughs> That's up there. West Wing number 15 best no. TV series no. or, or show. Uh, Simpsons number 6. Twilight Zone, number seven. Saturday Night Live is number eight best TV show of all time. Number nine is All in the Family. Number 10 is The Daily Show. No. What? You got to be kidding me. That's complete kissing ass to them. That's ridiculous. Okay. The top five best TV shows of all time, according to Rolling Stone magazine. Number five, Seinfeld. Number four, Mad Men. Number three, Breaking Bad. Number two, The Wire. Number one, The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Better Call Saul's not in there. No, and I think anywhere the, the wire's too high too. I couldn't get into the wire. It's only me. It's only the camera. Did you know back in 1983, I was in New Orleans on Bourbon Street and I, focus. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, get in touch with the show on uh, thekimmershow.net. You're listening to the Kimmer Podcast on Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. 
And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 